The views on this program do not reflect those of ONTV or its board of directors. Welcome to OAA Now, your home for Oakland Activities Association news and information. Here's your host, Sammy Terrell. Welcome to OAA Now here. I'm Sammy Tamina, blogger of the Dragons Insider, blogger of Inside the OAA, and one of the hosts between Tamina's on Orient Neighborhood Television. I'd like to welcome those hearing us on the local voice on SoundCloud and watch us on Orient Neighborhood Television. I got Ian here this week. What's up, Sam? Happy Monday, brother. Happy Monday. Um, and we got an interview this week. Um, we got a we got a lot of topics to cover. Don't we got a lot we? of topics to cover. Um, but we got an interview this week. We do. Who do we, we have? Who's we got, in the who's this in the booth? Week we got Troy Athens football coach Billy Keenest here. Um, coach, welcome. Yep. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Um, when you look at Troy Athens, of course, the last few years it's been really, really rough for you guys. I mean, but last year you kind of seen to turn the corner. Um, talk about how how it's been like turning around the Red Hawks. Yeah. Um, you know, when I got there in 2018, I knew that the winds were going to be few and the, the road was going to be kind of a long one, but you know, I, I like the kids and I like the coaches and I knew if we just kind of stuck with it, that we'd be fine. So 18 was a tough year. Um, it was kind of one of those, you know, everybody says it, but it was like a culture changing year. Um, and then in 19, um, we had a group of seniors that kind of said, you know, enough's enough. Let's get some wins under our belt. And, you know, three and six wasn't wasn't our plan at the beginning of the year. But the kids won some good games at home. They won a great game at Rochester in overtime. And it kind of gave the lower level kids like some excitement for the future. So last year was a good year for us course you made the um you were in the red for a long time um you, you were in the white i mean you were in the white last year now you're going to be in the blue this upcoming year um when you look at the division change um when you look at the division change you got an experienced team coming back of course you got a quarterback back and um kyle hazen and um wayne ashman's the running back um talk about how their progress has been yeah first of all about the division change um <clears throat> Yeah, we were in the red for a really long time and then went to the white. And, you know, I just think high school football is better when the games are competitive. And I think Athens will be very competitive in the blue. Um, Not saying we couldn't do it in the white, but I just feel very strongly that the blue has a good mix of teams. So I think that's a good spot for us. Um, And then go ahead. You go ahead. Oh, no, continue on, continue on. So anyway, Nate Hazen's our quarterback yeah. and he, he split time last year with Mason Teeter and did a really good job. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a really good summer and he had a really good week of camp and we're expecting big things, big things from him when we do get to play. And then uh, Wade Ashman, he's been up on the varsity for three years. He's had a lot of carries for us. He's he fits what I do. Perfect. I run power. I run sweep. Um, I'm a pro style offense guy mm-hmm. and Wade is fits a perfect. He's a downhill kid and um he's he's looking to have a big senior year. You look at of course the big addition that you made of course was in the off season of course bringing in coach Brown from Oxford. Um talk about yeah. the impact that he's going to bring to your defense. Well, you know, a lot of people say it but it's it's the truth if you want to be successful, you got to surround yourself with good people. And Dave Brown is as good as it gets. Um, you know, um, it was time for a change for coach Brown and, uh, he reached out to me and, you know, Dave Brown was my quarterback coach, my senior year of high school. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was my position coach in high school and one of my high school teachers. And, you know, we've been really, really close for a long time. And it was a no brainer. You know, I had a little turnover on my staff in the off season and it, it's been nothing short of excellent. Um, Dave Brown has came over and Derek Osborne has, has come to Troy Athens and um, those two have kind of taken control of the varsity defense along with Steve Culp. And it's been just great. I mean, they've, they've really meshed well with my, with my kids and my kids have taken to them and uh, it's been a really good transition for both of them. Um, When you look at a course, um, Troy Athens, do you see a little bit of, when you, your high school days, when you're at Oxford, um, in this team? Well, you know, my, my influence is, is what I've done. So I played and I coached for Oxford and I coached for Bud Raleigh. And I think everybody is influenced by the people they're around and that's who I'm influenced by. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when I got the Troy Athens job, they, they were not a, a power style team. They ran more of a spread look. And, you know, I just knew when I took that thing over that that's what I wanted to do. And it's taken some time. Um, I'm not going to tell you that right away they were a power style team. It just took a little bit of time. Um, But I think going into my third year, I think my kids understand kind of who I am as a coach and kind of understand the program I want. We are a long way from where I want to be, but I think over time they start to understand, okay, this is what we're going to do. Um, and this is who we're going to be. And uh, slowly and surely it's getting there. That's some good. That's good. Um, talk about, of course, um, being at Troy Athens, you know, you're dealing with your and Troy school district, of course, has another high school in Troy. Um, talk about that rivalry a little bit, that rivalry with yeah. Troy. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Um, you know, when I first got to Athens in 2015, um, I was an assistant with Coach Hepner, mm-hmm. and I got my first taste of the Troy Troy Athens rivalry, and it's a big deal. I mean, it is a huge deal. Um, you know, when I was in high school, I went to Oxford, and you know, Lake Orion was obviously a big rival of ours, but we didn't play each other in football. We played in basketball, mm-hmm. and then we had we had different rivalries in high school. But when you have a rivalry with kids that you went to elementary and middle school with, it's really good. I mean, it's a great rivalry and you know, the community loves it. The, the teachers and the staff <clears throat> love it. And it's, it's great. I mean, it's just the, that's what high school football is about, that's you know, crosstown rivalries. And uh, it is, that's what I know, love it, about rivalries. Yeah. It's, it's good for the kids. It's good for the game. And um, you know, we've been fortunate enough to come out on the, uh, top end of that the past couple of years but you know I know coach Frazier over there and he does an awesome job he's a great guy and um you know it's just it's like I said that's the Troy Troy Athens robbery is really what high school football is about in your own opinion do you think there should be a trophy on the line for that game <laughs> well it's funny you say that Sam um there is a trophy that I've recently dug up oh, um, really it, it went it went out of circulation a while ago Really? Um, yeah, it went out of circulation. I know that Coach Walker, I believe that Coach Walker had it going back in the 80s. Um, 
but I'm not going to give too much away, but um, I'll just, I'll kind of <laughs> give a little tease here that I, I think there is a trophy that might make a comeback. Oh, that'd be good. That'd be a good thing, you know, because I yeah. we look at great trophy games. Of course, you look at, of course, the double O trophy. Yeah, oh, yeah. The, um, of, the, um, <laughs> of course, the um, curb between Royal Oak and Berkeley. That's an interesting trophy. The Farmington Cup as well. I think it'd be great. It'd be great. Be great yeah, to bring yeah. the rivalry. Yeah, the trophy. I'm not. I'm not gonna get too much into it. I'll keep that a secret, but be on the lookout for that. Um, of course, you t- you talked to me um on your team um. Uh, on the numbers, um, how are the numbers over there at Troy Athens? What are you guys? Uh, we we could always use some more. Um, you know, I think across the board, in in the landscape of high school football, the numbers have dropped. Um, you know, our numbers aren't great. Um, they're they're getting lower. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, the the whole thing is is I got kids that really buy into my system and. You know, I had a mentor tell me a couple months ago, they said, Billy, you'd rather have 30 kids that believe in everything you're doing than 60 that don't. So, you know, I'll take the low numbers if it's kids that buy into what I'm doing. And that's what we have right now. Um, You know, I think I think there's a lot of factors for why the numbers are low. Um, You know, football is a really hard sport Mm -hmm. and, you know playing baseball in the summer is physically not as hard as going to a football practice. And I think kids like doing that. Um, you know, I think football is by far the greatest game on earth and I wish more kids would do it. Um, but you know, we're going to do, we're going to work with who we got, but I, 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 I'm always looking for ways in my coaching staff and I always look for ways to increase the numbers. And, you know, I think, I think we'll be okay. I think we'll get kids out, and I think we'll be okay. When you look at that blue division, of course, you look at you got Bloomfield Hills in there as well. Then, of course, you have Troy Rochester to go along with Berkeley, Ferndale, um, Pontiac. I mean, teams that he have at Troy Athens historically have not seen in a long time. Um, talk about, you know what I mean, the competition when coming back. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I remember when I took it over in 18, we went from the red to the white mm-hmm. and there was a couple people around Athens that were all excited thinking it was going to be a cakewalk. And I said, Whoa, 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 <laughs> hang on now. I said, listen here. I said, I don't care if you play in the OEA red, white, or blue. If you play in the big 10 East or West, if you play in the NFC North, NFC South, there are good teams everywhere. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't care what division to play in. There's good teams everywhere. Um, so you got to be buttoned up, ready to go every single week. It does not matter what division plan. Um, there's good teams everywhere. Now, I think the OEA is probably the best top to bottom in the state, but there's good teams in every division. I mean, the blue has a lot of good teams and at Troy Athens, we better be ready to go. Um, you know, we, we look at every game as the biggest game on our schedule and we look at every opponent with a tremendous amount of respect. And, you know, that's, that's the biggest message I give to my kids is there's good teams everywhere, everywhere. So you gotta be ready to go. And beforehand, you told me, of course, before we got on air, of course, you had a really good practice. And then, um, how, how are your kids feeling today? How are your kids feeling right now? Yeah. Yeah. So we, we went, um, two sessions last week. We had 10 total practices and, they were just great. I mean, I think a lot of it had to do with the kids being home for the whole spring. And then, 
no school, no, no nothing. And they were just so excited to get to some type of normalcy. So we had a great summer and then we had a great two a day session last week. And, you know, it just, <laughs> it was like a, it was like a train that just ran right through our program. Um, everybody's program. So, you know, Friday, we got done with practice at about one thirty. Everybody left the school at about two. I got home at about three thirty-four, and then I lay down to take a nap at about four o'clock. And then my phone started blowing up. Yes. Oh, and man. and it yes, was just everybody. like honestly, it was just like a whirlwind. I mean, I was sick to my stomach. I felt for my kids. I was upset for myself. Um, it was just awful. And then you know, I called, I called my captains, and I texted some of my seniors and just told them. You know, we're going to talk tomorrow. So we had a team meeting Saturday and it was tough. I mean, it's, I could not imagine being in their shoes. I could not imagine as a junior, senior, freshman, sophomore, having my football season put on hold. So, you know, they're, they're really bumming. And I know every high school player in the state of Michigan's bumming. So it's, it's just tough. It really is tough. I worry about the mental state of these kids. You know what I mean? Considering, oh, you know, it's, yeah. It's the same thing I talked to Coach Bellamy last week, um, you know, yeah. and, you know, um, have you, um, have you, um, it's hard to describe, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's really hard no, to that, describe. That's a great point. And the whole thing is, it's like, these kids aren't going back to school either. Like, no. a lot of, almost all these schools are virtual. So the thing that I'm really worried about is they were so active in the summer and then bam, we hit the pause button and now they're just going to go back to what they were doing. I mean, these kids need to be active. These kids need to be in some type of normal environment. And, you know, I'm very worried about their mental health. And I told the kids that Saturday morning, I did. I, I told them, I said, listen, I said, you guys are going to be down in the dumps your guys are going to be frustrated. I said, you guys have all of our cell phone numbers talking about the coaches. I said, you better call us or text us with whatever you need. And, you know, we're going to be there for them. Um, you know, I'm going to take a few of my seniors golfing next week and try to get them out of the house. And, you know, it's just, it's really tough. And, and, and to be honest with you, it's tough on the coaches too. I know it I is. Mean, I mean, I can't tell you how much fun <laughs> me and my assistant coaches have in our coach's office. I mean, we have a blast. Game planning, writing up practice plans, talking, you know, we have a blast. So it's tough on all of us and the mental health side of it is huge. So yeah, it's something I definitely keep my tabs on. Um, one final thought, um, you have any messages to say to OA Nation um, before I let you go? Um, to OAA Nation, mm -hmm. I would say keep your heads up. Keep your spirits up. Um, find a way to turn this crazy situation into a positive. And when we get the green light in the spring, here we go. Let's rock and roll. Thank you really much, Coach. Um, coach Billy Keenish, Troy Athens High School football coach. Um, thank you for joining us. Hey, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Thank Thanks, you. Coach. Okay. All right. Wow. I mean, where do you go from there? You know? You know, it's, it's, it's hard to describe. It really it, is. Everything, you know, what happened on Friday when the decision came down, I remember I called you up. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I was out of town. At, My phone blew up. There were you, were, you texted me, or you called me right away. I don't know if you texted me first. I called you first. And actually. I was like, 
I go, Sam, I go, I didn't even think that that's what the call I was about. I thought would... maybe you had an interview set up for today. <laughs> oh, he did. You know what I mean? We did. I oh, mean, like, man. But now you look at, of course, the um, perspective there. I mean, like, it's, 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 it's hard to describe. You know what I mean? Uh, it, the th- fact that we don't have a football season. Yes. For the fall. And the fact they're moving it to the spring. And um, so besides the gut punch, besides the kick in the teeth, I mean, just you can just hear Coach talk about it today, right? You can just hear it in his voice, you know, the, the disappointment, just the, you know, the uncertainty, and you just sit there and go, what do you do? There's, there's no precedent for this. We've never gone through anything like this before. No. How would and, you feel if you're the <laughs> – if you're 34,000 players, parents, coaches yeah. that just got this. And I don't know if the timing of this, you know what I mean? This decision, um, because it was made at 4 o'clock. A lot of teams are usually approximately at 4 o'clock. <laughs> I, um, I, yeah, I heard something where some of the co- the teams were, they walked off the field mid-practice after this was announced. I watched the... Practices at um, I watched the on Twitter feeds. I watched the practices at Lapeer, you okay. Know, and Coach Mike Smith, the head coach over there at Lapeer, um, you know, had his team called his team over and said the season was postponed. I yeah. mean, yeah, there were teams on Saturday. You know what I mean? That were gonna have pictures. You well, know I heard I mean? West, Bloomfield West Bloomfield had and picture. Clarkson. They had picture day West Saturday Bloomfield and Corkston. Yeah. Both teams did. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, like, well, I, you I know, don't know. We're both sitting here trying to find words to describe, you know, f- how you're feeling um, and a reaction to this. For for me, and we've talked about this, you know, uh, you know, since we got back on the air, since mm-hmm. this whole COVID thing hit, yeah. is I've already gone through this. Mm-hmm. You know, in the spring, my daughter lost her senior track season. Mm-hmm. You know, she lost uh, a captaincy. You know, right. she, you know, all these different things and the families along, you know, there's a lot of kids participating in those. I know. So now it's coming to more of the higher profile sports, right? You got football is football is the highest Football's profile the highest that you're going to get. Yeah. And now, Hey, welcome to the club. We've been there. Talk to other parents, you know, who have gone through this already as far as other parents are concerned to maybe, how did you handle it? What'd you do? What'd you say to your kids? So the, the good thing I if there's a good thing out of this, Sam, and I don't mean to step on you, is that it's postponed. So at least the window hasn't shut completely. <laughs> there's still a crack that this this we can still have some football this year. But now you're going to look at possibly what's starting most likely to be in March. And then, of yes. course, you're going to be splitting spring one and spring two now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Every other sports is going to be probably going to be in um, probably more of like a shortened schedule. Everything I, I I just have a feeling everything's gonna be condensed, mm-hmm. just because I mean, uh, how many kids play baseball that are on the football team? How many There's on the lot. football team that run track? track. A and ton. How many of them do lacrosse? Too. Because that's their yeah, I mean, actually yeah, absolutely. I mean, like you know, and then you're but likely gonna have the season likely be done in July. You know what I mean? And basically, you know, and then we're right in power we're, back uh, in August. We're right yeah, back you're in right the back football at season. It. You know, what and I, mean? I would say if that's the case. And we're right back at it. And people are worried, oh, you know, uh, uh, let your body recover, especially football. I mean, even on a high school level, it is brutal. It is tough. It is physical. You need time to heal. Mm-hmm. But I'm just, I'm trying to make that lemonade out of this sour lemon. It's, and you say, if we're back in August, that means something good happened. And right. we are back in August. And it's something to be hopeful for. Mm-hmm. 
you know? And <laughs> it's, it's hard. What do, what do you say? It's hard to describe right now. You know well, what I mean? Well, think of the uh, the guys that are being recruited. I know. And that's the thing. Think about this. If you're a player, a top-notch player. Yeah. Um, you're pretty much done, don't you think? Yeah, you're pretty much done. I mean, you know, you look at players like Gary Dillinger, Rocky yeah. Spindler. The big names that um, have now. Bob and Edwards yep. at West Bloomfield likely to be enrolled early. Going to yes. be enrolled early. Go to yeah. college. Play football. Yeah. So it's a huge hit for that. I think when you look at the decision that this hits the most, I think Clarkson's going to be hit probably the most out you of think every so? OA school. Not uh, West Bloomfield. No, we're not West Bloomfield because they have enough talent down there in that pipeline. That's true. That's true. Um, Clarkson's going to probably be the team that's hit the most because of the fact, because of, yeah, two offensive linemen, Dillinger Spindler. Yeah. Um, and Did Dillinger announce? Dillinger did announce. And? He's going to... Um, He's going to LSU, Louisiana State. Really? Bindler's going to Notre Good for Dame. him. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. So, but that's the team I think is going to get impacted the most is yeah. Clarkson. Um, the decision, <laughs> the decision, you know what I mean? The decision, you know, was made at 4 o'clock. Yeah. Do you think this decision could have been made maybe sooner? I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I tend to not be critical of the timing of these things. Uh, four o'clock on a Friday, right? Uh, that's the typical time when you you throw something out at the end of the week. If they re- if if you thought something was if they did it on a Saturday morning, yeah, I'd be upset. Mm-hmm. That that that's kind of hiding things. That's usually the typical news dump <laughs> announcement. You do it on a Saturday, or you do it late Friday night, mm-hmm. let's say 10 p.m., where you can't re- re- react to it. But at 4 p.m., it's you know it got out there. People heard it. People know. Um, it, it. I don't know if it tells you that they've been deliberating, deliberating about this all week long, and they finally made a decision. Um, but um, like Coach was saying, um, I don't know if he said it was off the air. We didn't. He didn't really mention it on the air just before we went on. But he said once he heard the Mac called it a week ago, or, or a couple weeks ago, he goes because if you can't have if you can't have college. You can't have high school because the college guys have more resources. Even, they, they're in more control their environment. Even at least. though high school is more local, yeah, but you also have uh, you have more systems in place to protect your players or keep them isolated on the college level. Right? You have indoor facilities mm-hmm. that you play, and you can keep them in dorms or other places away from the general population to keep them clean. Um, high school, you're just. You're at home. You're you're exposed. You're on vacation. You come back. You got siblings. You got family members, right? So there's a greater chance for you to possibly run into this bug. But it's it, it it's just a. As soon as I saw the Mac, I'm like, okay, let's see how this happens. And then when the Big Ten and the Pac-12 and all these guys started announcing, you're going, uh-oh. Mark, y'all had. I I don't know if you watched the, the um, interview. I, I did. Um, and we have it. And. You know how <laughs> emotional that he did. He, yes, he um, he his son's a player. Yeah, his son a senior, senior, right? So I and on YouTube, I saw a lot of posts, a lot of reactions, a lot of po- you know things on there. So, so uh, you know, it's 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 an emotional thing, right, Sam? I mean, you could hear it in coach's voice. It is an emotional thing. You, you, your first uh, feeling is anger, mm-hmm. and then. Just, just upset and anger, you know, and people lash out. And some of the comments on there, so there's some valid points on the, the comments people are making. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, some of them are just really outlandish, like, hey, you know, you didn't think about this. You didn't plan this. And, 
it's like, well, you know, his kid, he took his the MHA, his own son's I, senior football season away. The MHA, I thought, you know what I mean? Um, now, early on, I thought maybe moving to the spring would be a viable option because considering what's been going on, cases yeah. are going up. I mean, like, you're seeing it. And, you know, and, and not knowing mm-hmm. really how it impacts kids. I go, mm-hmm. yes, you might not be impacted like, let's say, the elderly. That's the thing that I worry about. My son runs cross country. Mm-hmm. He's a freshman this year. Right. How would it, if he got it? Maybe not. Won't get sick, but how will it affect him? We don't know. There's a lot of unknowns. And that's the thing we talk. I talked with Keenis about. We yeah. talked about this. Yeah, the, yeah. And even with Coach Bellamy last week, we yes. talked about this. Was the mental mind, the mental aspect. See, this is going to be killer. It's going to it, be it's, hurt. It it is. And uh, Bellamy had it uh, had a great line. He said, idle hands, right? We've heard it before. A lot of these kids, um, this is their social outlet. This is their main focus for. This is their outlet. Th- this is their, yeah, the, the football and the camaraderie and their teammates and their coaches. Uh, and if you're sitting at home and you don't have that structure and that uh, that schedule in place that keep you busy, sometimes uh, kids can get in trouble. You know, the, and, and, and the mental mindset, you, I, I'm glad you brought that up, Sammy, because you sit around and you're going, you know, not, you can't talk to anybody. Uh, you're, you know, like he, uh, like Coach just said today. Your social distance. You're, 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 well, your social net has just gone to you or your siblings or whatever you have in your household as opposed to all that support system you have at school from your coaches and your teammates. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's something that uh, the parents and the coaches and friends and family have to be on the lookout and watch out for their players. Watch out for their athletes. Um, I look at a quote from the um, MHA exec from Mark Gill. I have the video. Do you, you want to run it? Yeah, let's listen let's to it. Let's see. This is about 339. Yeah, we'll run, run it. it. We can comment over it. Let's run it. Yeah. All right. Let me uh, let me cue this up here. Okay. So this I mean, came out. This, this came out Friday. This Friday. And they sent out a – Mark Gill sent out a press release about this. Oh, did he do it? Oh, about the same time, I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay. Then you click the video, too. All right, so, so here's, here's the video. Yeah. Today we're going to provide an update on fall sports for high schools in the state of Michigan, those member schools of the MHSAA. For the last 155 days, since that day back last March, where all of our worlds changed due to COVID-19, that was the date that we had to stop all of our winter tournaments And soon after, when schools were canceled, as was the rest of the sports season, our attention turned to this fall. How could we come up with a plan so that those kids, especially the seniors in the class of 2021, would not have to deal with the same heartbreak and challenges that our seniors did last spring? Yeah. Today, we're going to talk about football. And earlier this afternoon, the MHSAA Representative Council our board of directors of superintendents, principals, athletic directors, and coaches made the very difficult decision to postpone football in Michigan until the spring of 2021. For the last 155 days, all of us have lived with a great deal of uncertainty. This virus has changed on almost a weekly basis in terms of the data, the spread, and most importantly, how it's impacted people that live here in our state and our families. 
is our board, in consultation with the governor's office and state health department officials, looked at all the data and information. There were just too many unknowns and uncertainties where we could move ahead and play football and do it with a clear conscience and without that pit in our stomach. Do know that our other fall sports are scheduled to move forward because simply put, they just don't carry the same risk levels that the hand-to-hand, -hand, face to face every play contact in football requires of our young people that play this great game. Some would say that this really doesn't hit home, that those of us who are administrators and leaders often make decisions without kids in mind. And I can tell you that in this case, the exact opposite is true. I'm not only here speaking with you today as the director of the MHSAA, but as someone who's a parent of a senior football player. We've done everything possible to try and find that pathway forward for our football kids this fall. And we simply ran out of time and with the evidence to be able to do that as safely as we needed to do. So while the day will certainly be a disappointment to all of our football players, coaches, and families, of which the Ewells are part of that, just know that we're going to take today's disappointment and put all of our effort and energy into giving our kids the best possible football experience imaginable in the spring of 2021. I encourage all of you to continue to do the right things, to mask up, to wash your hands, to be smart about this virus. And if we continue to do the right things, there will be that time where we can play all of our sports, football included, as safe as we possibly can. Thank you. All right. You know, um, I look at this statement. You know, I look yeah. at this statement. You know what I mean? The word simply ran out of time. That, I was very, I don't want to get political here. Please I really don't. don't. I'm not going <laughs> to. But. So that's, that's your main takeaway from that is that they ran out of time. Yeah. That's what it is. For me, the the and the heartbreak that you all took with this yeah, gun. Yes, the um, the word that hits me most as the parent who've gone someone who's I've gone through this already. I know you have. We've mourned it. We've done it. I've had I've had to wait at least three months. Yeah, yeah, and you <laughs> too. I mean, you're months. you're a coach, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm you're me in too. On, I'm a track coach. Yes, you're in on it too. Yeah, is the the word unknown. Now, you can say what you will about if you believe in this COVID or not and all this kind of thing. You agree with the governor or not. Should we shut down or not? But you cannot deny that there aren't unknowns. There are unknowns. And I, I picture, and I talked about this earlier in the pod. Yeah. This mental. The mental mindset yes. of these kids. That's what I've, I'm, it's hard to tear up. It's hard to tear up. You know what I mean? Because. Yeah. The mental aspect of it that the kids are going to have to go through, you know, I know you went through it as a parent. <laughs> and, and in some it's ways, hard. we're still dealing with it, right? I mean, it came up again. We were, my daughter and I were sitting around going, oh, man, remember that race? And then now, and now we're remembering. We're already, you know, it took, what is this? It's August 17th today, Monday, August 17th. What are we, 
six months in? And uh, we lost that back in April, March, end of March. March. No track, right? And we're already sitting around reminiscing about what could have uh, been this race, that race, what could have been. Your, she was on pace to do X and changing events and all this stuff. And they had, you know, they had all these, her teammates were, you know, uh, potentially going for state championships and, you know, all these things. And it does take a while. It takes a long time. The, the thing here is that the window is not closed yet. No, it's not. And you're hoping that, hey, man, can we get a, vi- uh, a, a vaccine in time? And if that's the case... Right, and if they learn more about this, maybe it, maybe you know, maybe it's not as I'm knocking on wood here, Sammy, I that it's not as bad uh, on students as you think it is, and but it's just not looking like that's the case. And are you willing to take that risk? Like he said, in a good conscience, they couldn't take that risk, and the school district can they take that risk? You say, what is it? Ninety percent. They go, okay, but that one percent or that point oh one percent, how many is that? Of kids, can you handle a coach succumbing to this? Because a coach did. Yeah, Tony Petrito and Adam Seno. Right, it happened. You know, he suffered. He suffered this virus. Yes, he suffered really, it, but he didn't pass away. No, but there are I'm some coaches that has happened he's, to. I'm really happy he's yes, recovered. You know but, what I mean? But we've had there's there's some coaches that have succumbed to this. I know. And you know, it's it, this isn't fake. You no, know? this is this virus is real. I mean, like. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, everybody looks at, of course, you know, um, you know, when AIDS came out, when AIDS oh, came yeah. out, I mean, like, you know, of course, we talk about with other infectious diseases, of yeah. course, um, but. And there's you know, no we, treatment for this. There's that's, no that's, treatment that's, for this. That's the scary bit, mm-hmm. you know. There's no treatment. No. You get it, you have to ride it out. Yeah. And how your body handles it, that's up to you. That's the thing. Um, you can, you know, we can maybe uh, make you feel comfortable and you can take some medication to make you feel comfortable, but there's nothing that will destroy the virus in your body. There's nothing that you can get currently. Yeah. But now I want to get your thoughts too. Of course, you all also made the decision (laughs) as well to um, keep soccer and um, volleyball the same. Yeah. So it's very interesting. So it's interesting. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because a lot of the comments on YouTube on this video, right on the MHSA's uh, sports uh, YouTube channel. Mm Mm-hmm. They had a good point. They go, if you can't do football, I mean, soccer, yes, it is spread out. You you have a large field. It's larger than a football field. You've got 11 and 11, mm-hmm. um, and you are spread out pretty good. There's a lot of passing. Um, there's there's chant, There's chant. a But there is also a lot of contact, and there's a lot of face-to-face contact. Um, and the there's contact's a- not as... Worlds is in football. It's not as every every play, mm-hmm. every almost every individual is going face to face with somebody in football. I mean, you would say ninety percent of every play, there's contact face to face in football. Yes, I agree. And then in volleyball, you got a net surrounding you. you. Well, you have a net, but it's not a solid net. No, but you know, it's and, still, but still, you so can, the, you, the, can you got what four, three to four people in the front line. Those are the ones that are the ones that you got to watch up. But you do rotate around. Mm-hmm. But it, I, I don't see why why. I have not run in a mask, mm-hmm. but if you have a proper mask, why can't you run in it? Why couldn't you play in it and, yeah, and it, re, uh, pull them off, pull it on, yeah. you know, that sort of thing? I'm like, if I bought players can wear a mask in, basically, they can I wear think a mask. they could, they couldn't can. you? Sure, they can. It's like, why not? It doesn't in it in hint, uh, doesn't uh, what do you say? Take away from them being able to communicate with their teammates. Absolutely. They can still still communicate. Um, 
Put Absolutely. them just put the masks on and play. Why not? Right, put right. the masks on the soccer guys and play. Get some cool, you know, logos on them that are, I mean, legit safety masks that you can put on and go play some soccer. You and come off the field to your side of the, your that to your bench. Make a lot of take sense. them off. Sure, that make a lot of sense. I mean, like um, when you look at a course, the um, you know, it would make a lot of sense. I, I'm no doctor and I don't claim to know any of these answers, but I'm like, try it. Why not? I think, you know, and I think, you know, that's when the NFH's guidelines, when they released them, um, yeah. when they released them, they viewed volleyball and soccer and soccer as moderate risk. Um, maybe this is pretty much it. If you wear a mask, you know what I mean? Then, you know, it, it cuts down on the spread of transmission. It does, you know? Yeah. So that's probably why it was deemed moderate risk. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I, I hope. So there was something going around. I want to think positive, man. You know, I'm, I'm. It's so yes, hard to if these your days. sport has been postponed. It is not canceled. It's been postponed, mm-hmm. right? Um, and a, a really cool idea came out. I, I, I really hope soccer continues. I really hope cross country continues. I really hope volleyball, uh, volleyball continues, right? Well, volleyball and girls swimming still have to do with the swimming indoor. Swimming is indoor, and uh, there's still no deci- uh, decision on opening pools. I've been hearing a and rumor they Wednesday going because... could happen. I've been hearing rumor Wednesday could happen. Well, that was the twentieth, right? I mean, that yes. was that's why when you got a hold of me, I didn't think anything of this because the big announcement is supposed to be coming down on the twentieth. Mm-hmm. So do you? Th- I've been hearing a rumor. I think it could happen. You know, what could I mean? happen what? That the, they um, open the pools, they could open the pools up. They could open the indoor volleyball, high school, high school volleyball, high the courts, the um, in the high school ranks. I'm not All sure right. about, but that's just a rumor going around. Okay, not, but and, and, also, and we've heard rumors too. And all of a sudden, you go, "Oops, that didn't." But then, like, let's say <laughs> that didn't happen. Okay, but then I have another question. Back to yeah, football yeah. a little bit. Sure, you're in the UP. UP. Yeah, you're gonna have at least uh, maybe thirty okay. inches of snow on the ground. How are we going to shovel that off? I don't know. That's, I, I, that's a good question. I thought, why why can't the UP play? Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, technically up there, they're in the green, right? I mean, they're... They're mostly in the... Well, there's there's a couple counties I know that are hot, uh, red, are hot spots, especially yeah, yeah. in the Wisconsin border, like Gobeck County, Altagon okay. County, All right. Menominee County. Plus, they're eight on eight. Yeah, they're eight on eight. Right. You know what I mean? So... Yeah, how are you going to play? Yeah, I don't know, man. And and uh, another point, you know, some there's good points, there's ugly points on this YouTube channel, and then there's the snow points. Yeah, well, that that goes to exactly what you're saying. They said, okay, we have these artificial fields out here. Well, you can play in snow, actually, but you can play in snow, and but if it's frozen solid, it's good. How's good. that going to be for the the students? We don't have heated fields at the high schools, not no. like at colleges. They have heated fields, right? So you can. Turn the heat on. But then again, remember, let's not forget the Pontiac Silverdome. Let's not forget how that felt playing on that. Oh, carpet. that that was a half inch of carpet over concrete, man. Yeah. So was U of M Stadium back in the day. East, Spartan Stadium. Spartan Stadium wasn't too bad. Actually, I I spent many, many hours on that field in the marching band up there. And it was the squishiest, most comfortable turf I've ever stepped on uh, besides Notre Dame's uh, natural grass. <laughs> my goodness but my yeah what goodness. do you do no you're right you you get into facilities mm-hmm. uh, uh do you plow off a grass field so you don't disturb the artificial you know these artificial fields um do you find um an indoor facility to play at i mean there's soccer domes that could hold there's a, a football superior field. dome in marquette 
right? You could do the dome, you know, uh, ultimate soccer Marquette, down yeah. in uh, Pontiac. That could fit a couple football fields sure. in there, right? Sure. So, I mean, but also you got the Superior Dome of Marquette. Oh, yeah, yeah, talking, yeah. I'm talking just straight out Uper. Yeah, yeah, you, you if pee, you're yeah. a Uper. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, no, I forgot about that. We got options. The Upers, not so much. <laughs> no, they can play on Lake Superior. <laughs> Or anything is gonna freeze over. They can go play uh, on the lake. <laughs> okay, and if it if it if the ice buckles. Oh, it'll never buckle. It, oh no, man. You uh, know I'm joking, right? Yeah. Okay. Um yeah. Did, so So yeah, okay. I, where do you go? What, 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 it's hard to describe, you know well, what I mean? I'm going to uh should we talk about it? The other topic at hand here locally. It's it's out there. I know there's been several cases. Um, well, we we let's okay. So Sunday night late, mm-hmm. I'm a parent of a cross country runner here in Lake Orion, and we were notified that a you know here in Lake Orion, and it, now it's not confirmed because Oakland County's got to get involved, but preliminary tests say that a cross country runner has contracted COVID. Um, we don't know that for sure. Again, like I just said, but we did get. Um, um, messages from the AD uh, here in Lake Orion, Chris Bell, and it laid out, you know, precautions and things we need to watch out for and be safe and how to, if you want to get tested, go ahead. Here's the best way to do it. So even with cross country and um, all these other things, and, you know, I, I've watched them. They've been diligent about te- temperatures and checking kids and the masks. And mm-hmm. even with that, if this is if this happens because we've seen it before the the, the false the virus po- always but we saw false away. false positives right, right Sam I mean yeah, you brought up false positives, we've seen yes. false positives uh, Stafford he's tested three times I Matt mean, Stafford right before has happened let's not forget you know we had three Seahome players yeah a couple Seahome players test positive um, for the virus we've had Tony Petrito yeah Matt Adams uh, what happened to him and then of course yeah. club players at Clarkson Clarkson you know we mean? heard and I, I you know Adams Seahome correct. And so it's, you know, but it's, it's, uh, maybe a couple, we, we know mm-hmm. it's one for sure that is being tested and monitored and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, so it's here. It is. And, and my sad. hope is that if they, you know, Oakland County comes in and takes a peek at it and they say, well, you know, maybe it's a false positive or, Hey, guess what? It was an isolated thing, but it's still here. And it's as a here. parent, it's you scary. go, Hmm. Go yes, mortality rate in students is uh, or you know, survival rate is ninety nine point nine nine. I go, but I don't want my kid to be the point oh one. Right now comes my next question. Um, yeah. you probably heard this in the news recently about Lansing, um, Lansing, Okemos, East Lansing. Now we have Ferndale that postponed their fall sports season. Everything um, on their every, own. Everything on their own. Uh, right. Without uh, MHSA. Without uh, the MHSA. Okay, I so, did not hear that. I know Ferndale, I heard Lansing. Ferndale did that a couple. Fer, Ferndale did that on um, Friday. On mm. uh, no, a couple days ago. So they're um, just calling it. They're saying we're they're done. They're saying you know we're done for the spring. Even golf. Yeah, all all fall sports. Wow. Um, and to me, you know, do you what think I mean? this is coming? Do you think more districts are going to make this decision? No, no. because I think. I think they have the safety protocols in place. I really think, you know, if you think about it, you know what I mean? Do you think there's liability? Like, um, I mean, this is a, as they say, a litigious society. Lawyers involved in everything. And do you think it's more of a protection and a hedge to say, hey, if somebody got it, we don't want to get sued? Um, (laughs) 
But you know, you know, I mean, something to think about. There's it's something to think about, obviously. But you know, I I look at it from a mental aspect, the mental aspect. Yeah. You know what I mean? Kids. I mean, going back to the kids. Going obviously. back to the kids, obviously. The adults are going to argue and scream. The adults are going to argue and scream, <laughs> complain, all that. But you're, but you're absolutely right. it comes down right. to the kids. Yeah. It comes down to what is the best for these kids. Yeah. And I hope they continue to practice. Can they can, can they still practice? I heard that the they were going to make a um, – there was an emergency meeting going to be held today with the um, Football Coaches Association. Okay. Um. That they were that there was a rumor going around that they could practice until Wednesday. Oh, um, and then I'd hope they could have unofficial practices or not on the clock because, like, and then and then and then you have the other problem, which is let's say if you can't if you can't practice, then you got this AU type of thing that could take advantage of these kids. You know, give them opportunities. You know, to um. Get them better. It's sort of like unofficially unofficial football camps. Yeah, it could happen. Unofficial football camps. That could happen. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> you know, it, you look at the AU circuit. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean. You look at that. That could happen here in football. Yeah. That could happen here with football. I mean, even travel soccer teams. What What's the travel? You know, what's the travel uh, mm-hmm. situation? Because that goes through the winter. Is Correct. that still going to take place? Um, Correct. Uh, because that's a lot of money, man, for coaches and facilities. Yeah, that's a can of worms. I didn't even think about that. Sammy. Is, that's that's that that could even be, you know, that's dangerous. <laughs> you know, when you look at it, you know what I mean. Um, dangerous in that you could put be pulling kids away to do other things. Um, but yeah, going back to what you're saying, yes, the mental aspect. Um, my hope. And I was talking to my son about this. I said, if, let's say, they, they cancel all fall sports, I hope there are still some unofficial, official, whatever practices where the kids can still get together with their teammates and get out and run and socialize. And, you know, as long as they're doing it safely, to still have that connection with their classmates, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you're sequestered in your home and doing virtual kids- learning, just like Coach was right. saying, he goes, you're taking school away from them too, you know, that social aspect and the mingling with the kids and you're be by yourself doing virtual. I hope they still have, you know, these practices where they can meet up with their buddies and still run and practice and exercise and all that. That's the thing. I mean, like, um, you know, I know these kids have worked their tails off basically to have, you know, to be where they're at. You know what I mean? They've worked hard. I mean, like they've worked, um, they worked, they worked so hard. <laughs> years. And years. Right? You yes. know, especially if you're a senior, to see this happen to you. I lived it, dude. My daughter it, lived it. It's gut-wrenching. It, it's, and there's no, there's no, <laughs> the hard part is you have no recourse. There's nothing you can do. The The voices on high said this, so you're done. You know, and you just kind of sit there and go, okay, this is great. You know? And... This is gonna create anger. I'm. It's been the thing, anger. The thing that I'm concerned with, like seniors, it stinks, right? Because that's it. You're done. It, you were, you know, we like with my daughter. We were watching um, uh, highlights of the Division One state track finals uh, from last year, and we're like, man, that was, you know, you guys did pretty good. And you're, you know, for Lake Orion, and we're cheering on, watching our teammates run and. My daughter was in a four by eight. We're like, oh, this is great. And they're going, oh, man, that was it. Who knew 
a year ago that that was it. That was the last time that that was going to happen. You don't think of these things. And that, then it, it comes back and hits you. So with the seniors, you move on to something else. You get, you, you're upset. You're ticked off. But you can at least head on to college or you're moving on to a trade school or you're moving on to work and you can start your life. Um, the juniors. That's going to be the part of the hit tough because, because if you think about it, it's recruiting impacts going to be there. Yeah. I mean, it's going to well, hurt it's, you recruiting wise. It's going to hurt you. You know what I mean? Like it's recruiting, but it could be two seasons. Yes. Two seasons. Right. I mean, if you do, you're a dual athlete, you know, if you're running across country and doing track, or you're doing baseball and you're doing football and you're doing lacrosse, like you said, lacrosse and football players, you might not have anything and everything could be wiped out. And we just had to suffer one loss, <laughs> one we season. Can't afford, <laughs> we, we can't afford to suffer another one. Yeah. And that's, yeah. And that's and, why we're hoping spring and this actually works. And that's, that's going to make it interesting because, you know, we have for the fall season, it's every sport except football. You know, right so now. far, so far, we'll and know in three days. We'll know in three on days. On the 20th. <laughs> but I know right now, right now, according to y'all, he said that, you know, everything is still a go except football. And I can only imagine the financial impact that that, that the MHC is going to take. Well, yeah. I can only imagine. I mean, it's it, welcome to the club. Who hasn't been impacted financially by this whole mess? The Big Ten, I know. You got, I mean, from households to households businesses is- to your community, your local government, on up to these large universities and organizations and Big Ten. and Right? My I mean, God. it just ripples through everything that we know. Oh, my goodness. I know. And, and like Coach, it always goes back to what Coach was saying in the interview at the, at the top of the hour. Coach Keenest, yep. Yes. Is when he said, you know, there's so many unknowns. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing you can do about it. No. Right? So it's just the unknowns, and what are you going to do? Hope and pray? Yeah. Hope yeah. and pray. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. And I, I just couldn't I couldn't deal with uh, making that decision. It's so tough. It's not the, It's not easy. And Imagine it, if you're Mark Yule. Well, I, and that group, I can't. I heard what I heard Rumley. He was in his, um, he was right next to his son's bedroom before he made the decision. You know really? What I mean? Yeah. And some people on that channel, the YouTube MHSA's sports uh, channel, were mocking him about the, you know, people are angry. But they're mocking him, all fake tears, crocodile It's like, come on, man, you know? It's it's. Just, I don't want to go all political. I don't, I don't. either. I don't either. It's but it's just, it's like, it, but it's a it's a natural response to be angry. I just want, I just want to say it's to natural angry. to you be angry. I mean? Believe me, it, we were angry. <laughs> it's a natural response to be upset. Yes. It is really, you know, it's, it's, I get that people are heartbroken for these kids. Yeah. Sad for these kids. You know, people are going to look at who are you going to blame? I mean, like. See, yeah, exactly. You're, you're, when there are no answers, they want to look, they, they want to lash out at somebody else. They want to lash yeah. out at somebody else. I know that there's going to be those that are going to blame you. There's going to be those. The governor. The governor. Medical experts, everybody, they're, they're gonna blame them, and you know, and and they they have a right to. Oh, do it, that. it's a natural it's response, natural. and you know, like even Coach was saying, he goes, "They didn't have one case." 
Mm-hmm. Not one. They didn't have one case of triads. Not one. Right? And it's, you know, mm-hmm. there's others like that. I mean, as far as we know, Lake Orion football had not didn't have one. Lake Orion didn't have a case. Right. No. Uh, what was the, uh, the Lake Orion Review, the local paper here mm-hmm. in Lake Orion? Nice article about spring sports. And they said, you know, hundreds of kids on campus from marching band prepping and playing and uh, the sports and athletics get coming together and get ramping up in the summer training. They didn't have any cases until the suspected case that came down, you know, just a couple days ago. And until it's confirmed, you know, and it's out there and Oakland County gets on top of it. But you're like, how many hours and how many students rolled through these doors and you get one? What does that mean? I don't know. Does it mean you should do it? Should you play? If, <laughs> if um, I know... If it was me, yeah. you know, if I had this happen to me my senior year of high school, yes, I've got medical issues. But if it was me, I would have I would have said, you know what? I know that I know we're all in this together. Yeah. But if it was me to be there for my teammates. Because they're like my extended family, too. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I would be out there for them playing. You know, even putting my health on the line. These kids, they do this. They put their health on the line. They put their health on the line for the sport that they love. Absolutely. And bottom line is, you know, to see that sport get taken away, it hurts. It hurts them inside. Yeah. You know, thankfully, it's postponed for the moment but for football. Lemonade, brother. I got to make lemonade. I got to find some positive out of this thing, right? It's going to be hard to find a positive. <laughs> it's gonna. It's, it's really hard to find a positive. But, but I get, like you said, it's postponed. It's and postponed. you just got to do, you know, cross your fingers and toes and say that prayer and go, yeah, man, it's postponed. Maybe we'll see some ball in the spring. And yes, if it if it comes down to us complaining about the schedules all out of whack, I'll take it. I'll yeah. take a whacked out schedule to mm-hmm. actually get it in and actually get to play. Right. You know what I mean? It's going to be different. But I know for sure. I'd wait till 2021 too. That'll be I think it'll be I think we're going to have some sense of normalcy in 2021. Oh, Sammy, I hope you're right. Man, I hope you're right. I hope so too. You know, it's it's <laughs> Uh, and, uh, you know, it comes down to safety and all that good stuff. It's like I want everybody to be safe. I I um, do, too. I do, and, too. But but I know there's going to be those. There's going to be players that say, I want to play. Yeah, yeah. I want to play. Well, that's why it's like I hope they can still meet up in practice. Mm-hmm. You know? Because if you're not playing and if something came up, somebody was infected or whatever, you have plenty of time to get healthy again. At least you hope, and if it, you are going to play in the spring, mm-hmm. I just for, like that mental aspect. I, you bring it up; I think it's a great point. Fabulous, is that yeah? You got to watch out for these kids and their frame of mind. Yeah, and that's try the to thing. get them together if they can still get together and play, and uh, I'm not or at being, least uh, I'm not work being out together. mean here, but this is what I would like to hear. Yeah, I would like to hear our governor talk to the kids about the mental aspect. I like to hear it from the governor because because this is everything's been going on 
I like to hear from her. I know that, I know that, but I really like to hear to say to the kids that everything will work itself out and it'll get better. Yeah. I want to hear that from her. I don't know if, I don't know if she's the right voice for that sort of thing. My, my thing would be people who are, the kids are familiar with. They're coaches. They're coaches. Right? Sure. Coaches are mentors. They're counselors. Right? It goes mm-hmm. beyond, you know. Yeah. It goes beyond just the athletic event. Right. So it's I say it's the coaches, teachers that they're familiar with, um, you know, their extended family at their school districts to reach out to those kids and uh, just ch- welfare checks, man. Make sure they're okay and everybody's hanging in there. And I think that's the thing we have to look at. I think that's what we have to look at. Absolutely. All right. Stay strong, everybody. Yeah, um, mask up. Mask up. Stay strong. Um, we'll get through this together. All right. I'm going to sign off here. Um, take care, everybody, and see you all next week, everybody. Thanks, Sam. Boy, now it's produced by Sammy Termian. The views on this show are his and his alone. If you'd like to make your own podcast, give on TV a call at 248-393-1060. We are taking uh, students for uh, training on podcasts, and uh, we're doing one-on-one now. So give us a call so we can get you in here and make your own show. Don't forget to send Sammy a message to cheer him up. He needs to be cheer him up. Cheer him up. Right, Sam? Come on, brother. That's it for OA Now. We'll see you next week. See ya.